Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to episode number three of Double Entendre. Today we have my roommate on. His name is Adam Park. He's a very smart guy, very cool guy. You'll see, he's from Toronto, Canada. Uh, so you'll see in the way he talks and he says, about, he says stuff like that, but it's funny. Um, if you want to be a part of the show, let me know. I have more guests coming on, but I'll be more than happy to get you on if you really do care about music and want to talk. It can be about country music. I really don't care. <laughs> talk about anything, honestly. Anything else I have to say? Oh, yeah. Enjoy. What's up, everybody? I'm here with my roommate, Adam Park. We're going to be talking about some music today. Adam is actually my roommate, my one and only roommate. And actually, in fact, Adam has been, I think, the longest tenured roommate I've ever had. Because all my other roommates have went to other colleges. That's true. Or uh, I just left them. That's just how that, that happened. But yeah, Adam's a, a cool guy. He's on the golf team, plays golf. Adam, fun fact, is from Canada. He's from Toronto, from the 6, but he doesn't like Drake, which irks me because we love Drake here. Parts of Drake. We, we don't like parts of Drake. He doesn't like parts of Drake. But yes, I'm going to let Adam talk about himself. He wants to in his correlation to me. And if he's enjoying his time here at West Georgia... Or if he's enjoying himself at all, being roommates with me, Adam. What's Gucci, guys? Dan, how you doing? Why just guys, though? Or in, like, ladies. Yeah, there are women out here. And anything in between. Yeah, we don't want to specify. We're not excluding anyone here. This is an all-inclusive podcast. There we go. Up in this joint. Just making sure. Yes, yes. Dan just, like, like checked with me beforehand, and I just realized how ugly my voice sounds. So, I'm really sorry if this is disturbing to you guys. Voice sounds fine. Yeah, have a very much podcast sound voice. So yeah, you're fine. You're all good here. I can see why like people like dislike this because it's just like there's so much talking about yourself that you do. Yeah, and it's just I don't know. I, I don't like talking about. I kinda, I, boot. I kind of do talk like talking about myself, mm-hmm. but then it's just like I don't know. It's too easy to get like self involved and like wrapped up in your own stuff. Yeah, if you know what I'm saying. No, man, I understand. But. It makes yeah. everybody else feel uncomfortable whenever I have them on here talking. I don't know why, but... I mean, it's so official, bro. Yeah, this... I mean, yeah, I guess, but... It's not like it's a just, casual conversation. It makes people nervous with the mic. But once you talk, it's like, oh, yeah, whatever. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's like an actual conversation or whatever. Exactly. Okay. Well... So, like, you wanted to know, like, specifically just about me, my upbringing, or my hometown, or... You what can say like. whatever you want, Adam. Whatever you want to say, man, you can say it. What is... Who is Adam Park? So they have a good picture of who you are, so they know what kind of music to listen to. Um, growing up in Toronto, so Toronto is pretty similar to Atlanta, I'd say, in that like it has its urban parts and areas that are kind of run down, um, and then it has like its suburban parts that like are kind of nicer too, mm-hmm. uh, that have either their folks who are mo- more well off or folks who, like, like who work more affluent jobs. Um, yeah. And then it just turns out for me, I, like according to luck of the draw, we grew up like in an area that was like pretty nice, predominantly white. Um, Adam's I, I, rich. I guess you could call it like pick and picket fence or yeah, whatever. Adam's rich. I'm not gonna say I'm rich or anything. Adam. He's not gonna say it, but he's rich. So Dan says it like my figures, like my parents. They both make like six figures, and they both drive around like Beamers and stuff like that. We we don't. We're not that rich. Uh-huh. Um, but like, I don't know. What I'm trying to say is like, yeah, we can afford a cheesecake if we want to eat it. Um, yeah, we we also have like a white fluffy dog too. So mm-hmm. I think rich people have those. Yeah, they do. Yeah, therefore yeah. they're rich. There you go. He, he kind of said it, but Adam is very humble, but he's not gonna say it. But, uh, 
Dan's too nice, man. I can, a, I can be real cocky if I want to. I mean, you could, because you're yeah, yeah. If I, if I rich. Try, if I try, bro. If I try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, would you like to gain anything else in specific? Yeah. Before so, we start? Like, I, I'd like to... I saw how that cha- that shaped the way um, I prefer music and interpret it. Mm-hmm. So, initially, um, I, I, w- I was really, really into my dad is kind of into opera, like Italian opera. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my mom, she's like kind of into like cheesy 80s music. Mm-hmm. And that's just like talking about the modern crap that they like that's recognizable. Because the rest of it, like they'll listen to like weird Christian music. And I know you're Christian, so I'm not saying all music that's Christian is weird. Yeah, I'm just saying it's like there's a vein of Christian music that it's like, yo, this is off kilter. You're saying like it's just repetitive music where it all kind of sounds the same? Kind of, and that's the generic stuff that they. If like. you heard black Christian music, it is always popping. I'm trying yeah, to tell you, it's always saying. going crazy. That's what I'm saying, bro. So Kurt Franklin in your vocals. I don't know, just like like uh, black gospel music that's like you know kind of rooted in jazz and soul. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, it goes hard. It's yeah, busting. It's, it's almost R and B in a way, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but like my parents, like they themselves, it. I don't know. I've always disliked how they they've never really gotten into R and B or hip hop. Mm-hmm. It's not that I haven't tried. It's just that they've always I don't know. They, they've always had like a disgust or a distaste towards swear words, and um, it's not like uh, soul and R and B like always has that. Mm-hmm. It's just that they never really got into that. Um, classic rock. My dad's always been into that. Um, yeah, but like growing up in and around that city, I feel like a lot of that classic rock, like Guns N' Roses, Aerosmith, Led Zeppelin, kind of led into my affinity towards like indie rock music. But like none of the, I was never, never really into any of like the slower kind of Mac DeMarco, um, Nirvana type music. I was kind of more so into stuff like The Shins, The Smiths, um, mm-hmm. I don't know, K-Flay. That kind of stuff that like you find in and around Toronto, mm-hmm. that's like uh, part of the alternative indie scene. Mm-hmm. Is Mac DeMarco from Toronto? Mm, I thought he was from Quebec. Okay, I've heard that he lived out west for a bit, mm-hmm. like in um, Alberta and like Winnipeg, which is right in a, right above like kind of that Dakota area, North and South Dakota. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't too sure. Yeah. If uh, if he was ever living in Toronto or not, mm-hmm. I used to be a a little bit of a Mark uh, uh, <laughs> Demarco fan myself, kind of. Mark Demarco. I almost said Mark Demarco. But Mark no. Demarco. No, Mac Demarco. I'm sorry, I was <laughs> I was messing up. I was thinking about something else. I was a bit of a Mac Demarco fan myself because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. You know, Tyler Crater kind of references to him a lot. And actually, I think the first song I've heard of him, I forgot the name of the song. I forgot the name of the song. Was it Viceroy? Uh no, if I if I looked it up, I would be able to find it. I know it's popular on TikTok for a little okay. bit, which made me kind of upset. But uh, no, Tyler kind of takes beats and kind of like you know, he kind of reminds me of Mac DeMarco. That's what kind of like him myself. But yeah, that's my takeaway from that. I just think think about Mac and DeMarco when we're talking about that. But uh, yeah, man. And else, want to share? Add some Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, Ugh. like. Okay, so here's me with pop music and just mainstream music in general. Um, I think, and this is purely from my subjective stance, so I'm not saying that this is like for everyone and it applies to everyone's scenario, 
but I think it should be, like, mentioned from my perspective that, like, if I can seclude myself to the point where it's, like, I don't, I'm not, like, surrounded by mainstream music, like, every single day and listening it to, and everything I listen to on the radio, Mm -hmm. then it's not as, like, monotonous and, like, I'm not, like, saturated with that music and it's like, oh, fuck this, this music again. It's more like, oh, listening to it, like, once a week or once a month and it's like, oh, hey, this is actually kind of a catchy beat. Mm-hmm. I like this, you know? And it's kind of cool when it's, like, you see, like, a new kid step onto the scene and just, like, start, like, you know, singing or rapping with, like, a catchy beat or a catchy tune or something like that. Yeah. And, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's funny you said that word, saturated, now that we're headed to this direction. Saturation. Uh, Adam, I put Adam on. I don't care what he says. I put Adam on to Brockhampton. And Saturation 1, Saturation 2, Saturation 3 were three magnificent albums that came out I believe all in 2017, maybe one in 2018, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But I know in the span of a year, and it was amazing. Um, now, <laughs> not, not, we'll talk about that later. But uh, I, I asked Adam a couple, I think it was like a couple weeks ago or not. What was his favorite, uh, or rank his uh, top Rockhampton albums? Or no, rank your top saturations from top to bottom. And I think you said, what did you say? Two was first. Okay. And then I think it went one, then three. But I could, That's what I remember. I, remember. I could have said three, then one. I don't know. No, I remember three was last because three was my favorite one. Okay. Three is my absolute favorite. I think it went, for me, it was three, two, one. I mean, like, I haven't listened to any of them in a while. So, mm-hmm. like, I'd have to, like, go back to give a more accurate response. Yeah. But, like, it's just, there's more familiar songs to me, I think, off of one than three. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just, the main reason I like Brockhampton is that, like, I find they're, like, a unique group that merges, um, again, alternative indie music uh, with rock, um, rap and hip-hop, mm-hmm. which, like, I've never, you don't really necessarily, like, see anyone else. Yeah, you gotta appreciate that. that. So, yeah. You have to appreciate that. They, I, I just love their whole dynamic as far as their team and their producers. Mm-hmm. I forgot their one producer's name. Dude is a he makes some crazy beats, man. They're great. I think I think he's the backbone, honestly. I I think it was him then Amir, but now Amir's gone. But I think he's definitely the backbone for uh, I mean, uh, Brockhampton. Like, there was that that was definitely like front and center, like the prominence um, other saturations like one through three. Like you can immediately tell just like so there was the crispness of like Amir's voice and like yeah. how just dark and heavy and gritty it was. But then there's also just like the the divergent thinking that like went into like the production of these beats you could imme- immediately tell with like the bass lines and just like the instruments that were used mm-hmm. it was just like whoa okay like they tried to really do something different here yeah and it just gave the song like a whole vibe so that's why i think that um that specific beat maker is a backbone of their crew mm-hmm and I just like how they, or I do like Kevin Abstract. He does his thing. I'm not going to lie. I love how he takes his voice and kind of makes it kind of high-pitched like a child. He don't give a fuck. Bro. No, he, does, he doesn't care at all, man. He does his thing, though. I got to find this dude's name. Romil. That's his name. Yep. Romil. Yep. He makes some crazy beats. I had to get his name right. I just had to. That guy's wild. He is. I still don't even know his nationality. Like, um, If I had to guess, I'm, I'm guessing he's much more Middle Eastern. I mean, like he I looks was, like he's Canadian though. Initially, I thought like he was Egyptian, but like I, he could just as easily be like Pakistanian or Arabic. I don't know. Well, potentially, I'm, I'm trying Iranian, to Iranian even. I don't know. His name is Hemnani, so I'm guessing it's much more uh, 
Middle Eastern, if anything, but I have no idea. Maybe. Uh, but okay, so Brock Hampton released an album. I think it was last Friday. Uh, I listened to it. They had ASAP Rocky, ASAP Ferg was on it. Uh, who else was on it? Do you know if Danny Brown? Danny Brown was on it. Wait, that was just the. Wasn't that a single that already came out, but they put it on the album? I I think so. Yeah, but like there was a lot of singles on there that already came out, mm-hmm. and then they just stuck it on the album. Yeah, that, I mean the album was. Oh, yeah, JPEG Mafia, uh, Charlie Wilson, but um, to be honest with you, I think only two songs on that whole album were good. I only thought okay. two were good, and I would say it was definitely Bankroll with uh, Rocky and Ferg, and then I think Windows, because the light wasn't good to me, but Windows was good. I thought the light was going to be good by the way they painted it in the little trailer. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, that song going to be Bussin', bussin'. Whatever's gonna go crazy. Nah, that, that that just wasn't the case. That song, it didn't do it for me personally. And they had the light part two. It wasn't good. I just don't get how you don't like Chain On or Buzz Cut. I thought Buzz Cut was fucking sick. Buzz Cut wasn't good. Buzz Cut was the one that came out as the single, right? I don't know. I just know it had Danny Brown. Yeah, that was the single. And I was like, yo, this goes kind of hard. I remember I listened to it and I just... I, I turned it off. I don't think I finished the whole song. Wait, was that the one with the guitar? Where it was like, do, 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 do? I, I think so. I wish we could play it, but I can't because I'll get copyright striked. And I don't okay. want that to happen to okay. me because we just started this. Okay. <laughs> but I, w- I would love to. Yeah. This is representative of like literally my whole relationship with music and stuff that comes out in terms of like, um, like my anti-recency bias, I'll call it. Which uh-huh. is like, if I'm being completely honest, yo, I've literally like... I I barely even glanced at this album. I've listened to it, like, three times, meaning that, like, if something comes out, like, I'm not going to, like, repeatedly listen to it over and over and over and over. Yeah. Unless it's, like, grade 11 me you're talking about with, like, J. Cole's content. Mm -hmm. But, like, now it's kind of just, like, yo, I got to let that shit marinate a bit. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I'll listen to it and then, like, digest it from there. And, like, actually, I don't know, because I feel like when I listen to it right off the hop, when, like, everything drops and everything, like, mm-hmm. I can't, like, necessarily look at it objectively from, like, a really, really kind of broad scale. Mm-hmm. I think for me, uh, sometimes I'll listen to music and I won't like it the first time, mm-hmm. but I'll give it time and then I'll come back and I'll revisit it. And sometimes I'll like it, sometimes I'll hate it. Yeah. But uh, one album for me that was definitely like that was To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. Mm. I didn't like it when I first heard it. I, I like the message. I get what he was trying to do with Tupac talking to him mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But as far as the album, I just wasn't a big fan of it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, once I, I once I heard it again and I listened yeah. to it all the way through because I feel like that's, that's the kind of album you listen to all mm-hmm. the way through. You can't just pick a song mm-hmm. out and listen to that. got to hear the whole There's thing through. There's a couple of songs you can do that on there. I mean, maybe you could. I think it's called... Uh, I yeah that was a pretty good song I, I think it was that like the second to last I, I don't know where it is on the song that song was good I did like that mm-hmm. but other than that man I think the whole album was just like a story but uh I mean I like it but sometimes I gotta let it sit and I just say like marinate and give me give myself mm-hmm. some time to mm-hmm. really comprehend and listen to it but I yeah. mean that's just my view yeah yeah for, for I mean for sure I find that like to be consistent throughout basically all of Kendrick's work like I, I rarely find something that he makes, with the exception of his most recent album, Damn. Mm-hmm. That like came out actually, four years ago yesterday, actually. Yeah, that's crazy. Isn't that crazy? That's that's fucking crazy. But 
Yeah, no, like I really, I rarely find something that he does that like immediately fits my ear and that like I can immediately listen to, which is kind of why personally I've always had such an affinity for J. Cole, mm-hmm. just because J. Cole, just the, I, I can't describe it or I can't explain it, just the way he like um, kind of unfolds his words, like it's so appealing for me just to, like process and listen to and I can actually like interpret the story that he's trying to tell versus Kendrick it's like it's so weird like some of like the flows he has and the way like he his voice cuts through the beat like it's so crazy and it's so cool but it takes me like at least two or three times to like mull over like the literary devices like the alliteration and the metaphors that he uses the double entendres too it's crazy it's wild but yeah yeah and I guess like that's why people like him but like I, I personally, for me, like how involved he is with um, his song mechanics and like how he wants like a song to be structured, which mm-hmm. I think is really cool. And for me personally, I think that's why he's better than Drake. But yeah, that's just me. Oh, that hurt me. I'm sorry. I'm back. <laughs> um, I, we were going to have this conversation. Well, I, I mean, I would have with Adam right now, but I'm not for it. But uh, Drake is by far personally you know the best rapper of the past generation i don't think kendrick, i don't think kendrick is i think kendrick is a is a great rapper he's great he's a great lyrical rapper um duckworth is my favorite song by kendrick lamar i just loved how he was able to switch up the beat uh tell a story give i mean it was just i mean bars all throughout the song ch- change up the beat it's, just, it's a great song like, that's all i can say absolutely phenomenal song but when it comes down to me picking either Drake or Kenny, I gotta go with Drake. And I'm so sorry. I just feel like Drake masters all the levels of rap. And I mean, I can sit here and I can tell you all about it. But Is I feel this like what you ask every single guest who comes on this podcast. No, 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 no. We don't. No, I don't do that. We some. I mean, naturally, you get into it because I mean, I mean, Drake is. Is a prominent rapper. He's a great rapper. Yeah. He's going to go down as one of the greatest rappers of all time. So is Kendrick Lamar. So it always happens where it unfolds to where people want to talk about it, you know? Sure. That's just how that is. But uh, J. Cole's not on that list. I'm sorry, J. Cole. You're not on the list of uh, greatest rappers of the past decade. I Unless apologize. he does something crazy on this no. next album. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. If, he do- if he does like something like really, really good on this next album, it'll be like... Oh man, he dropped 2014 or 2012, whatever it was, Forest Hills. No, I was saying like the past decade from like 2010 to 2020. That's what I was saying. But True. as far as this decade, um, I don't I don't know. I know he has three projects coming out. It's like, what I forget what they're called. It's like the come up. It's, I don't know. It's like a... Oh, there was the fall off. The fall off. That's what comes up first, right? I don't know. Well, the follow-up comes out <laughs> first, and apparently Earth King's going to drop an album. Okay. As soon as J. Cole drops his album, that's apparently. Dope. Whenever that's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I'm guessing soon. Dreamville takeover, boy. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I mean, I just hope it's good. I really do hope so. Uh, Jid has an album coming out soon. That's fucking dope. Yeah. I um, hope it's as sick as the Never story. I mean, I, I hope so, too. That thing was freaking wicked. Mm-hmm. I really do hope so. It's just been such a drought, you know? I've been going back listening to some old music. True. Listening a lot of some some Ice Cube Same. lately. I don't Same. know why. I just been. I love the song. I'm gonna say the N word, but you know, it's called "The Nigga You Love to Hate." That's a great. That is a great song. <laughs> it's. A, I love that song so much. Okay. Yeah, I listen to some old stuff, and of course, some Drake. <laughs> Sorry, Western Road Flows, great song. Please check that out. 
But um, I mean, yeah, that's where I'm at. What, I mean, what are you listening to right now? What's what's in Adam's Adam Park, the Canadian guy, the Canadian guy on the golf team? What is what's on his shuffle right now? Uh, okay, so it, like being completely upfront here, music in general is just a component of the auditory content that I consume. Mm-hmm. Uh, the primary component right now that I listen to are mainly podcasts podcasts focusing on neuroscience and how they apply to your like practical daily life Mm -hmm. and um also uh a couple of different nutrition podcasts Mm -hmm. um adam smart by the way in terms of like uh my career path and everything like that i'm a biology major if you're wondering why i speak like such a nerd and use fancy words and stuff but um yeah i also um want to be a sports dietitian and am looking at uh, different nutritional methods and therapies just uh, for athletes to optimize their performance. Um, yeah, it's a cool field I want to look into. But that's aside from music. Mm-hmm. In terms of the music that I actually listen to, the only time I actually listen to music, and I personally, for me, I think that really, really heavily shapes the types in of music that you listen to and who you listen to um when you're listening to music and like on which occasions because you know you can't argue to me that um when you're going out with your friends and you're partying and you're in the limo or whatever um you're going to be listening to something completely different than you know when you're just on a walk home from class and then um you know, you're just about to make yourself some lunch or something like that. Mm-hmm. So for me, like the only times I really listen to music are like right before I'm about to go to bed and like maybe sometimes when I get up and I like need to start moving and stuff like that, I'll just put something on. Yeah. Um, recently I listened to Code of the Friends thing, which is, I don't know, though it was just kind of light and airy and fun. So yeah, that was all right. Um, I also... In terms of non-rap folks and just like indie folks, uh, I've already mentioned K Flay, but I think she's really badass, and she's one of the one of the few alternative artists who actually like uh, talk about mental health and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty cool just to hear someone who has a similarly uh, cynical point of view when it comes to intimacy and relationships. Um, I really like uh, Isaiah Rashad. He's actually probably within like my top five albums, mm-hmm. both um, The Sun's Tirade and uh, not Pieces of a Kid, but his first one. I don't know. For those of you who listen to Isaiah Rashad, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go into my Spotify right now and see. I'm not going to do it. But one, one, of my, um, one of the classics that I really, really love listening to is this guy named Jim Croce, as in Croce, as in C R O C E, and this guy was just like a super super old school kind of acoustic guitar guy, and he was just like, I don't know, he was just a mastermind at like creating um, just tunes and matching melodies up with harmonies, and I don't know, I've always had like a really big affinity for that, and personally. That's why Dan, he dislikes my, or he disagrees with my I don't, music. I don't, taste. Adam just looks for haters. <laughs> I don't at all. Um, yeah, Don, Dominic Fike, he, he's another guy I really liked, but I've been confused by as of recently. I don't know if you saw personally Dan Brockhampton. I didn't. 
they so they released this music video um for count on me which mm-hmm. personally i thought was a, was a pretty cool album or pretty cool track on the album uh that was one of those beats where it was like yo this is different like just hearing it already and like how they incorporate like an electric guitar in there it was like yo like what's going on here mm-hmm. um their the music video for that was they got Lil Nas X and um Dominic Fike to like be in this music video where they go off and they drive off into the woods um in like a jeep like Wrangler that doesn't have like any windows or doors or anything like that mm. and uh it it like takes place at night and basically they're on like a mushroom trip like the whole like way after they get out of the car or whatever but then it's like there was this weird element that I guess like because Kevin Abstract was like homosexual and then like so was Lil Nas X like during the music video like Dominic Fike like he hooks up with Lil Nas X and like they start like making out wait yeah wait. Dur- during a mushroom trip I mean do you see it like DC actually like going down and stuff I've never watched it no um it's not like that okay it, that's what I'm it's just like it's like this whole big hallucination which was like the whole theme for the album yeah like behind their music videos and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it, it was just like I don't know. I don't know. It, it's it was like a weird music video where it's like they all like just turn into these weird shapes and like they just melt together and stuff. And it was like, yo, like this is weird. Like what what is this? What is Dominic like trying to say here? Or whatever. Yeah. Because like I don't know. He he's pretty open about like his relationships that he has with his girlfriend and everything like that. And it was like, hmm. Wait, Dominic Fike is uh, straight. I didn't know that. No, he is straight. Okay. I don't know. Did you think he was gay? No, I just didn't know. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't know. I. I honestly have no idea. Based off what I'm hearing right now, yeah. when you said him and Lil Nas X were doing, I was yeah. thinking like, oh, wait. So, man, I have and, no idea. Okay, so this is me completely like just fangirling over Dominic Fike. But, like, yes, I like to research the artists that, like, I'm into and that I'm listening to. Um, yeah, that's normal. Yeah, there. Uh, if you've ever seen Space Force, like the one with Steve Carroll, uh, apparently, like, that was a trash TV show. But, I, I don't know, I've never watched it. But I watched the pilot for it. But the daughter from Space Force... Diana Silvers, she's Dominic Fike's girlfriend. Um, so, like, yeah. Space Force, never heard of that. If you, I don't know. It's kind of a cool show, I guess. So you can check it out for an episode or two if you want. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I just know that because a lot of the material and content that he covers in his music talks about his relationships and, um, I guess, like, his emotional trauma, if you will, uh, and, like, what... Like primarily leads to a lot of his trust issues and such. Mm-hmm. So wasn't yeah. wasn't Brock Hampton the one that brought up Dominique Fike? Mm, I do not believe so. You don't think so? I think. Oh wait, no, no, no. I, I watched it. I watched a video for this. I watched, This is how like hard I go over like the people. Well, I'll like, let you have the floor. Then go talk. If about. I actually follow them, like I'll actually like uh, go this in depth with them. Uh-huh. So I I remember watching a video on his backstory. And this video was saying that initially when he signed a deal with Interscope, uh, like the deal was like, it looked like Interscope signed like a ghost who was in jail. And like the reason why like they um, sent over the signing bonus to him immediately was just to pay off his bail. So it looked like they were signing this like, you know, 19 or like 20 something year old kid Mm -hmm. who was already arrested, but like he hasn't even released any music or anything like that. But meanwhile, his, like, I guess, like, his, um, I forget what it's called, but, like, it was, like, his startup tapes or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was, I think they were called, like, West Coast Collective Tapes or something like that. 
um, what he did was he initially released them on SoundCloud and then the sound engineering on them just like wasn't refined enough. Mm-hmm. So he was like, okay, uh, it's good and everything like that. And like, there's potential and talent there, but like nothing, none of it is like refined enough. So he just took it all down off of SoundCloud and then all his fans were like, yo, what the fuck? This was amazing. Like, where did it go? Cause they were going to his shows and everything. And, um, yeah, apparently, like, he got arrested for some shit about, like, um, I don't know, like, uh, pushing a cop over or something like yeah. that when they were, like, breaking up his friend group or something. And then when he was on probation, he failed, like, a drug test or something like that. So he got, like, another couple of years or six months or whatever. So then uh, he was trying to, I guess, like, he had somebody, like, liaison for him uh with interscope and then they showed him his work and they were like yo this shit's actually kind of fire but um i I just know that like from some of like the the behind the scenes work he's done and like listening to like some of the unreleased shit that he has i don't know if you guys do this with like other artists and stuff that you follow but like you know like um like if you follow an artist hardcore like you'll go you'll see like some of their unreleased music and stuff and you'll be like okay, yo, this is why I follow this guy, because, like, he's so underrated, and he's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's the same with this guy. It's, like, he has, like, a lot of, like, cool little weird tunes that are, like, okay, yo, this is actually really weird, but it works. Um, and I don't, I don't know. But instead of it, like, appealing to, like, a rapper's ear, where it's, like, oh, man, I really like, like, how this guy's uh, flow is utilized here, it's more so, like... Um, an ear that's more like into John Mayer. So mm-hmm. if you John Mayer, if you listen to any like John Mayer's interviews, it's really really cool. Like this algorithm he has going on in his head of just like, okay, this is the sequence of notes that you got to do. Like uh, D, then E minor, then go to F, then C B A, mm-hmm. and it's like really really cool how he like understands like what like ascension or descension in beats like leads to either pop music or. Uh, indie alternative music and wait you're saying Dominique Fike is like this uh, I'm saying John Mayer that's how he describes like what's attractive to uh, mainstream media mm-hmm. and I'm saying that Dominic Fike uh, he doesn't think like that but his music definitely falls under that category okay 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 yeah so he doesn't like, ha- have that knowledge like, that yeah. like John Mayer because I know people like I, I John Mayer I don't know Mayer, if he does or not I haven't seen it I yet. mean potentially but you haven't yeah, seen it like yeah, yeah. it should be shown People like Charlie Puth. I'm not sure if you know who Charlie Puth is. He sounds pretty familiar. Yeah. Well, Charlie Puth is a singer. That dude knows. I mean, he has uh, this like gift where he, he can like, I forget what it's called. Somewhat toned. Or yeah, he yeah, can yeah. like, he can tell exactly when something's like an E minor yeah. or a C flat. He can tell off the bat what it is. Super similar to Justin Bieber. Shout out another Toronto kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he sure is from Toronto. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, it's just, it's. It, I think Charlie Puth is Canadian too. I could be wrong. I have no idea. I gotta look it up. But uh, nah, that's that that reminded me of when you're talking about that. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know that personally for me. Like that's why I enjoy people like that's music because um, yeah, like for for me when I really really got into rap and hip hop was when I don't know pretty close to like grade ten maybe grade nine. Um, and that's when I really like started like digging deep into some of the lyricism that uh, went into it. Um, but like y- you can go as far down as that rabbit hole as you want, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. And I still do that like quite frequently. 
Um, but like for me, like I guess my sort of escape from that is this uh, sort of like um, aspect of melody work and uh, matching notes up to like certain lyrics, which yeah. I really like. So mm-hmm. I yeah. like that. I like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it, Adam. I was actually, you talked about Code of the Friend a while back, and I was thinking about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if you ever heard the album. <laughs> Did you uh, listen to his new stuff yet? Uh, his latest album? I forget what it was called. Uh, it was called Lyrics to Go. I did, Actually, I did hear that. Lyrics to Go. But I don't think I, it was Lyrics to Go Volume 2. But I didn't really... Like, I listened to it one time through, and I didn't, I didn't hear it ever again. Mm-hmm. But I've been listening a lot to, to Kill a Sunrise. And I that's... Think- that's what him and uh, Static Selecta. No, no, no. That was his latest release. That was that was li- that was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I've listened to the most, and that is, that's a great, that's a great album. Okay. I'm not even gonna lie. I'll listen to. It. Yeah, hate the love. Go now. Uh, what else? Sunrise, sunset. All great songs. Great songs. This is like, it's a great album. You'll love mm-hmm. like the beat and how. Um, it's just just good. Listen to it. That's all I can okay. tell you. Dope. Yeah, that's where I've been at. But, you know, Adam, if you had to suggest a song right now, right here to the public, what would you suggest? I don't know what your public likes. I think... No, anybody. It's This is anybody. Okay, this, this I, be... I forgot to say this because I was ranting about pointless shit, but... <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that's why we have you here. You're talking. <laughs> yes, you have me here just to rant about pointless yeah, stuff. Yeah, because you're going to talk... You give your, this, it, the name of this show is called <laughs> Double Entendre. <laughs> So a double entendre is like you know, cool. it's cool like the different fun. types of like, you know, you hear like you know, uh, what's what's something I can think out of this? Uh, um, I'm trying to think. Big Sean said that my my house is three stories. Call that a trilogy. You get it? As <laughs> has two different meanings. So like yeah. it, three stories is like oh yeah the the house has three floors. But he says trilogy as in like this is like, you know, three stores trilogy. Yeah. So it's like that. A play on words. So right, right here, before he said, you know, I'm rolling up a weed fucking up the ozone. Oh, you, you know, know I know she got a hoe. She ain't she texted me with no clothes on. Pretty much. And exactly. another one text with your ass next. And I just like how that's like that. Like how you can, rappers can just do that. You know, it's just very interesting. I love I love play on words. So therefore, this show is named Double Entendre. Yes. To where it's like two different views of the same thing. De- ah. Not necessarily the definition, but it's 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 cool to say. It's cool to okay. I mean it looks good on paper, I'll tell you that. Which personally, I still think I think Dan will forever disagree with me on this, but uh, I think one of the top three or top five guys to ever do it and who is the best at uh, double entendres looking back at his work has been uh, Malcolm McCormick, otherwise known as Mac Miller, um, listening to all of his uh, lyrical work. Easy Mac with the cheesy raps. Adam, I tell you all the time. I tell you all the time. I said I love the old Mac. I love the old I, Mac. I don't the, understand. Well, not, well not, not even like, it's not the new Mac now, but it's like, you know, the much more current yes, Mac that, you yes. know, before he um, uh, passed away. Yes. That music like just was, transitioned into like slower phase yeah, music. Yeah, he transitioned to a different uh, type of music. Now, mm-hmm. artists, artists do that. They transition and be, they become different as they make music and as they live their lives. Yeah. I mean, Kanye did yeah. it. Went from talking about... I mean, literally, Dark Twisted Fantasy was mm-hmm. about, you know, doing whatever to work, making a Christian album, you know? Mm-hmm. And so is Tyler Creator. I mean, that's just, that just happens. Mm-hmm. But for me, 
Easy Mac with the cheesy raps. That's where I was. Who the fuck is Mac Miller? Mac Miller. That's that's where I'm just saying the old Mac Miller. I I, I miss Kids. Kids was a great album. I love yeah. that album. Blue Slide Park. That was my shit. Exactly. But when it comes down to like, I mean, Divine Feminine. I mean, that, it's a, it's a good album. I do like that album. Are we? I still pronounce it like Divine Feminine. Oh no, it's just Divine Feminine. <laughs> but once you get past that and go to Circles, it's just like, mm, you know, for me personally. Yeah, I know, but then it's just so. I mean, I understand. I understand like where he was in his life. But like, I, I just sorry, I don't see the difference in on him, the songs that he raps in Swimming. I don't see a difference between that. And the ones in watching movies with the sound off. Before I talk, let me look. Let me look at this before I talk. Hold on. Okay. There was ladders. Swimming. Okay. Ladders. This came out in 2018. Self-care. No, I don't think I... I like 2009. Hmm. I do like 2009. I'm not sure if that's the one... I'm not too sure like how familiar you are with uh, watching movies with the sound off. But, like, even in watching movies... So, my argument is there's hints of what Dan is referring to as vintage Mac Miller mm-hmm. in uh, albums like Swimming or Circles. But there are also hints of, like, um, Mac Miller in Circles and um, Circles and Swimming in his older stuff. Like, for example, Divine Feminine and watching movies with the sound off you can tell that in songs like you, you know the one where it was like and we can live forever and never go back again that's uh objects in the mirror ob- objects in the mirror yeah objects in the mirror yeah, yeah now i can see where he was headed in that direction but uh actually i was gonna tell you objects in the mirror and someone like you are two songs that i like that where he was headed in that direction uh-huh. it's kind of like you know yeah, a little yeah. more different but i mean i do like that i think this was the point where he was like he was almost headed in that direction, but it was still for me good music. Like, okay, he's still rapping. It's almost to that point where it's like, it, it feels no. It, I mean, it just feels Bro, good to I, listen to. I remember to. you telling me that you didn't like swimming. Yeah, because swimming made me feel depressed. Why? Th- th- but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like any of his songs on, or it's not like so- there's aren't any of his songs on there where it's like he's rapping like his vintage self. Yeah, I'm looking at the track list right now. Hurt feelings is one. Mm-hmm. Self care is one. Wings, I thought that was fucking dope. Ladders is one. Uh, Small worlds, kind of jet fuel for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it goes, I think. And <laughs> macadelic. I'm yeah. What's album. the use? What's the use? What's use is another another one. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't know. I, I don't. I personally, I just really like the philosophical dilemmas that he tries to tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what we were talking about before we mentioned Mac. I talk about Mac Miller. I forget. We were talking about. I know we were talking about. Um, Code of the Friend. And we, we were, into... but then we were talking about. Oh no 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 no! no. I was going to talk about subjectivity. Um, okay. So this is a different topic unto itself. Right. Uh, the reason I brought it back was because. Um, Dan mentioned uh, Double Entendre, mm-hmm. but and, and like the meaning behind the show. Uh, for me, I think um, this is exemplified by me and Dan's argument over Kendrick versus Drake, which is that there's no objective like way in music to like tell who's better than who. There is a way. 
like they're okay now before what if you I told chime you in, before you chime in <laughs> no I'm, oh. we're not gonna get we're not getting into it now because that's, that's gonna be an hour I th- I personally believe there's no way you can like sufficiently argue that music isn't subjective to a person's own liking and preference mm-hmm. because so if you show someone something and you're they're they're like yo this is complete like trash like i can't listen to this yeah this makes me want to throw up like there will be someone else in the world where like if you show it to them they'll be like oh this is the best thing i've ever heard but that's not necessarily like indicating or indicative of like anything like any like personal attributes of that person I don't think because I've met tons of people who like really like screamo music or like heavy metal or like just weird ass like just fucking music who like still like Yellow Wolf or like fucking uh, like right now Eminem like screamo like for like the white people who are shooting up schools but like that's not like necessarily like implying to me that you know they're bad people or anything or they're white supremacists like they're still really nice people and everything yeah. It's just that they just like that music because that's what appeals to them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I wish I could put a board up here and I can give you like a visual aid to what I'm about to say. But I'm going to say it. We're not going to get into it. Okay? I think I can interpret it. Go ahead. We're not going to get into it, okay? Because I have a podcast in the future where I'm going to sit down and we're going to have this hour special where we just <laughs> argue on this. So I'm saying from start to finish, like we're not going to get into an introduction. Who, who's this? Who, nah. Starting off, Drake Kendrick, and why, and then we're gonna do that for an hour. But I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna paint you a picture of what I, what I think is the best way to formulate who is the best rapper of the past decade or best rapper in history, honestly. I, but okay, okay, now, if I think you need to, okay, personally, I think you need to, if you're gonna have that debate, yeah, you need to put more time instead of putting time into determining actually who's the best rapper you need to spend majority of your time on the definition of like what a best rapper is okay yeah so that's what i'm gonna get into so best rapper there are in my eyes there are three tiers of rap not not no tier is better than the other mm-hmm. okay they're really horizontal that's what look. that's what tier implies bro yeah, yeah no, i mean i'm just saying tiers like, to give you a visual yeah, yeah, yeah. aid just, give you a visual say, aid. just say like three bodies so right let's now. say three categories okay? Yeah, okay and you can be you can be fused into several categories yeah. but uh kendrick lamar is a great rapper but he's a lyrical rapper j uh-huh. cole is a great lyrical rapper so um people are like okay uh um kendrick lamar is the great rapper because he can he's He's so great with lyricism. Okay, but that counts out people like Playboy Cardi. That counts out people like uh who else? NBA. Well, NBA Youngboy is not not down there. But uh people that really don't don't rap anything. They just mumble rap. And that's like Cochise at the bottom, which is a mumble rapper. Yeah. So what makes that person any different than Kendrick Lamar? A mumble rapper or Kendrick Lamar is a lyrical rapper? They're at at the end of it, they're both rappers. Would you put Future as a mumble rapper? Future I, is I, most definitely a mumble rapper. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm Future Future's sure. there too. Sure. So the mumble rappers. That's where that is. It's like rappers that talk and they're not saying nothing, but it sounds good. Okay, mm, they're still talking about stuff. Like no, we're not talking about stuff. stuff. But I mean, you don't really care what you're talking. They're talking about. You're much more listening to like the beat, how they're saying bro, it. Bro. Future has a great voice. People, you know, you know how you were, you know how you talk about Juice World and like frat boys are like, yo, this shit bumps, man. Yeah, exactly. The same shit with Future. Bro. Exactly, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So that's that's in that category. Then there's the middle category. Oh, okay. actually, we'll go to the far left. So the far left category. That's the far right mumble rap. 
The far left is your lyrical rappers. That's your J. Cole. That's your Jay-Z. That's your Kendrick Lamar. That's mm. your... Those are your lyrical rappers, okay? So far, this makes sense. Now, and there's your center rappers. The center ones are the ones that can do both, or they're in the middle. I mean, it, it can... It, it really varies where they are in the chart. So, it could be like, in the middle, in the middle, in the list... Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. In the middle, there's Drake. Drake is in the middle. Drake can do mumble rap. Made a whole mumble rap song. He can make a lyrical song. Yeah, you guys. For those of you who are listening, I don't know if this is going on Apple or YouTube. You have oh, to like comment, like, dude. This is like, first of all, it's not tiers. It's like categories or schools. I was of painting rap. a picture. I was literally I painting a picture. You're trying to paint, but it, then it's like it's not even three categories. It's just two. And like, if uh, there's like a middle fusion there, then it's like I think what you're explaining or what would fit the depi- fit your depiction better would be a spectrum being like the people in your quote-unquote middle category mm-hmm. depending on like how close they are to one end that being lyrical or mumble there's no there's three categories 100 percent three categories Bro, what i see what you're saying as far as like meeting in the middle but to make it the best way to where those people have a place to go the middle mm-hmm. category that's your middle people and that's people like i believe kanye west Kanye West is in there. Please explain to me where Young Thug fits on the spectrum. Young Thug fits more so closer towards the lyrical side, but in it's like in between the middle side and in between the in between uh lyrical and in between the middle. So he's like in there. So he's like smashed in between. That makes any sense. Sure. And then there's Kanye West that that can make a, a great lyrical song. I mean he used to make a, a lot of lyrical music back with like graduation, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then he'll put out a song like uh what was it called again? Uh, I'm, I'm having listened. Live to your life. Music. What was it called? Uh, man, it was some. He was like poop de scoop, scoop de poop de whoop. <laughs> that song. I forgot what it's called. Yeah, that, oh, lift like, yourself. That song. Bust, yeah, man. lift yourself. Lift yourself. He's just saying mumbo jumbo. That that could be. Um, that's mumble rap. So I'm just saying like he's really Kanye's in the middle. Those are your middle rappers. Now, I'm grading off of that basically like that. Okay. Okay. So let's say this. All right. So I'm gonna give you a, a better example of what I'm saying. Uh, Michael Jordan was great at scoring, correct? Mm. So let's say that actually not even Michael Jordan. Let's say you had a, a, a person on the basketball team, right? A great defender, right? Mm-hmm. But he can't shoot the ball to save his life. Mm-hmm. Or you got somebody on, on the court that can shoot, hit threes consistently. They just don't play defense? No, they do play defense. Not the same as the other person. Not mm-hmm. the same as the dude that's great. But he can shoot and he can play D. Not to this, not not the same D as the other dude. The dude plays stellar D. Nobody can be greatest as he is on um, playing defense. But this other guy can play good D, but he can also score. Who would you want on your team? Depends on the other four guys that I have on my team. But let's say you need this person's going to be your all star. This is your this is your all star right now. And I, I'll paint you a better picture. Okay? So like, is he? Now, you know, I'll give you a better picture. Is it just like if I'm drafting from scratch and like? You know, I get, like, the second overall or, like, the third overall pick, and I can pick whoever. No, 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 no. You're thinking too hard. You're thinking too hard. So, like, just think like this, okay? Uh, I'm trying to... I'm trying to... I don't know much about Michael Jordan where I can, like, say he's a great defender or not. You could use Will Chamberlain. No, that man was a god. No. Can't can't use Will okay. Chamberlain. That dude's a, a mythical creature. That's not a real person. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, but, like, people still say uh, Michael Jordan's better than him. Oh, no. That's, that's a whole different talk. But let's say... Uh, LeBron James is an all-around great basketball player, right? Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan was a great scorer. 
Michael Jordan was great at scoring. Implying that he wasn't good at defense? He wasn't good at, uh, well, passing the ball. Wasn't okay. very good as far as, like, getting his teammates open and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if you get if you get Michael Jordan the ball, he's going to score. You give uh, LeBron James the ball, he's going to score and get 11 assists. And also get a couple boards. And play stellar deep. Yeah. This person does all around yeah. great stuff. Yeah. Okay. And then Michael Jordan is good at scoring. A great score. Getting the ball, he's going to score. Okay. Who would you want to have on your team? Michael Jordan or LeBron James? I okay. So I'm gonna take a more cerebral aspect on this. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna go cerebral off of that. Off that bias, I'd go just from what I've seen, like on like mainstream media and everything. Uh-huh. I'd go with LeBron over Michael Jordan mm-hmm. because of the way that I see he looks at the game. Mm-hmm. He has a completely different value system of his players than Michael Jordan does. Um, I liken his like value system and the way he approaches things and interprets plays on the fly, similar to how like Mark Cuban he reflects on his games like post interview. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not necessarily that. It's just the far as like they're when it comes down to them playing. Oh, you like prefer their actual playing ability? just their nah, just just their playing ability. Okay, LeBron okay. James, right? Okay. okay, you would choose LeBron James, right? Okay, so you're thinking about it. So listen to this. So I'm, I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking. Kendrick Lamar is Michael Jordan. No, but that's what I'm saying. Is it, like if you, because I, I believe um, that type of player, like Michael Jordan's type of player, where you're describing like a, a specialist in yeah. scoring. Yeah. That's a completely, that's completely different. That's a completely different value today than I was back then. But don't think. don't think about it too hard. Don't think about it too hard. Just Why? No, just saying you're thinking about it too hard. So if Automatically, you, when you ask no, no, a question, no, no. it requires No, thought. no, no, no. It just, it's just a, a much more of a question where you look at it simple and you just say, who would you want? If you, okay, so if then, you I mean, had five, if, right, if I gave right. you 10 seconds on the clock and I said, you got to pick LeBron James, Michael Jordan. So if you're just shooting from the hip, then obviously you go, with, you go with the You're general. picking. <laughs> so you yeah. go with LeBron James or oh, Michael Jordan. Obviously you go with LeBron James. Okay, LeBron James in my eyes is Drake. Michael Jordan is Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar is good. Is a great rapper, great at lyrical All rapping. All you have to do is just say that. That's what I was getting to. And then you started saying other stuff. No, just say. No, so look. look, look you're look, saying look, in look. a team atmosphere. No, 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 no. Trump no. is not a team atmosphere. Team at- you say team atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, because you're saying who oh, you want I got your team. No, who do you want? on your team yeah that's what i'm saying so i'm i'm incorporating locker room presence How no okay okay okay, okay 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 so um <laughs> michael jordan is your kendrick lamar drake is your lebron james sure and that's all i gotta say we're not gonna go into it any deeper because we're about to approach an hour mark so we're gonna end it like this is that how like long your podcasts are yeah just an hour if it's any longer than an hour i don't know what i'll do i'll go freaking crazy why? Because I'll have to make them all an hour. I, I want to make them consistent to where it's not like, you know, an hour like and then... Two hours or three well, hours. Well, most listeners don't listen longer than like an hour. Most what? of them want to listen like 30 minutes to 45 minutes. Why don't you do like a 10-minute little clips and then just post those? I could do that. And then I just honestly get could. everyone just addicted to your podcast. Yeah, like David Dobrik. But uh, no, your favorite song right now, what do you listen to? What would you suggest? Just make it simple, make it easy. This is what like, I'm saying, though. I, I don't know what your uh, audience listens to. I'll give you an example. I'll give, no, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I'll give you an Adam, example. It's what you want. <laughs> it is what you want, not the audience. We're not talking about it. It's, it's about you. That's why I asked you. If I would have asked the audience, I would have asked the audience, but you. So why don't you ask the audience? Okay. All right, Adam. Bro. I'm going to tell you right now, my favorite, well, I'm, if I had to suggest a song right now, 
it would be uh wait, wait wait that oh so you're suggesting it that i listen to no i'm suggesting a song that i think the audience should listen to oh because i'm not going to suggest it no because you can if you want to i said we're both going to give one <laughs> but if i had to suggest an artist right now it would most definitely be lauren hill i gotta find peace of mind it's a great song it's been sampled by uh asap rocky i mean a lot of her songs have been have been sampled by a lot of artists like drake not this song but by drake who else well, Drake did a couple songs, and who else? Lauren Hill. I got a what? I got a. Uh, I got a fine peace of mind. Okay. She's a a great. She's a, she's a rapper and a singer. She's great. The and Miseducation of Lauren Hill. The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Yep. Ooh, she's that a. She's interesting. She's very good. I like it. But Adam, if you have to pick a song right now to give the audience, we got about two minutes left. Yeah, we're almost we're approaching that time limit. What can would you I, say? Can I suggest more than one song for more than one type of listener? Oh no, just you, know, you could do one, one to three. Just do one to three. I'm trying to keep it consistent. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. To where like you know, then I sit there and, and type out a whole bunch of songs. Just one to three songs that you're feeling right now. That's pretty good. That you think others should listen to. Uh, one is okay. So the first one is by Dominic Fike. It's politics and violence. The second one is. Um, it's by Snow Allegra. It is off of her album's Feels. I like her. And it is... Hmm. I can only pick one of her songs off of her. Let's pick one. Uh, I Say You Keep Me Waiting. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty good one. And then for my last choice, I will pick... Pick, 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 pick. Uh, for you indie listeners out there... I'll go with K-Flay mm-hmm. off of her album Solutions. Okay. Uh, Bad Vibes. All right. Y'all heard it here. Y'all heard what Adam Park said. Check it out. Listen to it. I mean, Adam knows his music. So, I mean, it's really worth a try. He has different types of genres that he listens to. And you, you never know. You might listen to it. You might like it. You know, you never know. But uh, Adam, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it so much. Uh, I will put this on whenever I can. Uh, but thank you, man. I really do appreciate it. Just, just saying too. Like Dan said, like I, he was. Um, I've been a pretty cool roommate to him. Dan's the best roommate I've ever had yeah, so far. So. Just saying. Got so. about two weeks left till graduation. Mm-hmm. I don't know when this is gonna go up. Yeah. yeah, man. That's that's all we got. That's the end of the episode. Thank y'all for tuning in. But y'all take it easy. Thanks, guys.